Hey there, welcome. Welcome back to the All About It podcast. Hello, friends. How's it going? I'm your host, Bennett. I'm Ariel. That's still my name, and I'm still here. She's the. She's also the host. I, I don't. I don't want to make it seem like I'm the only. I'm the uh, coming in. I don't like, think you make it seem like that at no, all. No. No. All no. right. Well, I just come in really hot. You know? <laughs> I come in really hot at the top, and then I try and steer it over to you for a little bit. So uh, like you know it. what? Hey, Ariel, darling, why don't you tell all these beautiful people what today's episode's all about? Well. Today's episode is something that we've been talking about for a long time. How long? Let's say since we were 15 and a half. Because that's the year. (laughs) That's the year that you can get your learner's permit when you drive. When you start driving a car, that's right. All about driving. There's a lot that we can talk about in regards to driving. Mm -hmm. I think that this can be funny. It can get serious. We have some stories to tell. It will. It is. It already is. It's silly. And it's not. It's happy and it's sad. It's road rage and it's not road rage. You never sing better. True. True. Good point. Very, Good point. Very rambunctious. Podcast radio. Podcast music. I love driving. Yeah. I, lo- I like it. Yeah. I get I like you. It. I, I do some days and some days I don't. So why don't we do this? Let's do a chronological exposition here. All right, all right. Exploratory. Just tell me which way to walk, buddy. So here's what we got going on. (laughs) Learning to drive when you're in high school. Mm -hmm. uh, Obviously, I remember driver's ed. I I remember every bit of all those experiences. I remember failing my driver's test. Uh, oh, do you want to talk about that? Basically, I was in a car and I got, I, I drove into what I thought was a suicide lane. Never really got the, why they're called, well, I kind of get why they're called that, but I, th- I thought it was a suicide lane. It just was actually oncoming traffic. I just literally drove the car into oncoming traffic <laughs> for about like five good seconds, like yeah. solid Mississippis. And then I made a left turn and the teacher just shook, shook her head and she just goes, I'm going to have to fail you. Was that in Washington or when you moved to California? It was like a couple blocks from my high school. So Redmond. Yeah. Okay. Redmond, Washington. Redmond, Washington. Yeah. Super embarrassing. I'm sure. You know, to everybody. You're an adolescent boy. It's embar- to, Anything's embarrassing. Trying to get behind the wheel that, that whip. Trying to meet some girls and, you know, ghost ride that thing. You know, <laughs> trying to have some fun. And I, here I am, like, I got, like, my bike stolen. You know, yeah, I can't, can't do anything right. <laughs> So Wait, you did? I did. I did get oh, my bike. Oh, that's bike actually yeah. really sad. Un- unrelated. I've had a bike stolen. To be fair, I had nowhere to go. Yeah. So it's like you know. You lived in Redmond. The universe is telling me it's like, bro, you don't need any mode of transportation. You're gonna <laughs> fail this driver's test. You're, I'm gonna take away your bike, and uh, if you want to get somewhere, you should walk. Take the bus. Take the bus, buddy. Take the bus, buddy. <laughs> Which, by the way, love the bus. We Shout are, out to all the bus drivers that are listening. Well, right and now. also just uh, C- Seattle's greater area of public transportation is wonderful. Yeah, let one me, of the best in the country. So, so here's something that's really great about uh, you know we we both lived in Olympia, Washington, and Seattle. Both those places have really good public transit. Um, you know, you don't Olymp- think of that right off the bat if you aren't from there, or haven't really been there. Olympia is award winning. It's so clean. Yeah. It's, they got, anywhere you want to get to, you can probably get to on a bus. Really, really easy. You know how bus seats are plasticky? Yeah. Theirs were kind of cute. Well, now I, now I think you're kind of pushing the boundaries no, on this No, no, I think color-wise. Okay. Okay. You get it now? Yeah. So, Seattle, too, they're, they got a great bus set up, you know, and... Uh, There's just so many options. God, I love public transit you ride for free from like one end of town to the other if it if public transportation is is an option um i mean obviously in new york and we've been to new york a couple times it's all about the subway oh yeah subway is that's how you get around subway is intimidating yeah um but it's also not at all because it's like very like a to b Mm -hmm. like it's a grid it's it's just you know it's a subway yeah you get it get on you get off but sometimes you can get on and you got on the wrong train and now you are in La La Land. Yep, we did that on accident. Yeah, and then it's like last stop. And Welcome it's like, to Jersey. Where are we? <laughs> and 
uh, we were going to walk very fast yeah uh, all the way home mm-hmm. we were like the little piggies going all we 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 all the way home through a very uh treacherous, treacherous uh, neighborhoods unfamiliar anyway so we're advocates for public transit mm-hmm. we love it we love all that we love that you know participating in that it's affordable it's efficient here's the here's the thing if you live in southern california i you're a little bit out of luck. I implore you, like, I mean, I'll bet you $5 you haven't taken a bus somewhere in a very long time. I, yeah, I would agree. Just on average, on the whole, it, it public LA transit. LA and San Diego, forget about it. It's a it's an Uber, it's a Lyft, or you're driving yourself. And that's pretty much it. We got the train. We have a beautiful train. I'm sure you've heard it if you if you continue to listen to the episodes of yeah, the show. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Amtrak Coaster Sprinter. And otherwise, beep, beep, sound in the street. If you follow me on Insta stories, you know about the train. Yeah, we are You the maybe train. have heard the train carry over into the podcast. And that is not an accident, my I friends. I am the train. I wanted the train to be a part of this podcast, okay? I'm one with the train. Okay. We got that cleared up. Now, there are a lot of people in San Diego that take the coaster, the sprinter, for conveniences. Yeah. So I don't want to rule that out now. Okay, I think that we have had enough uh, love fest with public all transit. Right, all right, all right, That's all right, not right, what this right, episode's right. about. Unless you are a conductor. No, let's get behind the wheel. Hey, don't don't tease me about being a conductor. You are a conductor. Don't <laughs> even. Don't even. So, here's the deal. Learning to drive can be scary. Mm-hmm. Then you do it, you figure it out, and then guess what? A couple of years later, it's second nature. It's like, how can you live without driving? Right. It's like within one decade, you know, approximately 10 years, you go from not knowing how to drive at all to requiring daily that you drive. Mm -hmm. That's right. I failed my driver's test twice. There you go. I went to the Oceanside DMV, took it once, didn't work out, took it again, didn't work out. And then we went to the Escondido DMV and they passed me. (laughs) We're both good drivers and what i mean by good driver is we're courteous we let people in we're only caddy about you know five percent of the time i'd say so typically you know we're not making fun of too many people on the road and there's opportunities every day if you go driving in california i don't care where you are you drive anywhere at any time of the day you're gonna see some dumb people driving the most i'll do is kind of experience something strange and i'll obviously like have an objective like i'm going somewhere i have a point to to make in the car and the most i'll do is say like in my head or out loud like what are you doing like what are you doing right now to another person and they can't hear me i've been driving around and i see people doing things and i feel like is it me (laughs) like am i am i like on like an acid trip right now i'm like looking like where are they going going the wrong direction (laughs) down a one way yeah or like i've seen i've seen everything well we live in oceanside i've seen everything (laughs) that you can see on the road for the most part you know and uh um nothing surprises me i just kind of shake my head but i went down a rabbit hole recently uh you know how youtube just sometimes just oh i know just starts like recommending like you don't even it's not even that they're recommending it's just like you have like the autoplay on and maybe it ran out of you know whatever you were watching it just starts playing something else like it's almost like it's testing you like to see are you into this so you were watching joe rogan and then what happened yeah i was probably watching like (laughs) joe rogan clips or you know something or maybe sports Mm -hmm. something stupid as you do yeah and it starts playing you know uh like car chase videos like random car chase videos And like I, from the corner of my my eye, I'm like, "What the hell are you doing, YouTube? I didn't. I don't want car chase videos." Like I go sit down. Of course, I'm gonna turn it off, and but I'm just gonna watch it for a minute, and then <laughs> I'm there for I can't even. I don't even know. I exhausted like at least an hour watching. And all I've kinds walked of, by 25 times, wondering, "What are you doing?" It it was uh. It was worth it. It was worth it. Okay, that's had good. a great time. Had a great I'm time. I'm so happy for you. This is probably why I don't get anything done. Yep. But I did learn, or not learn, but it kind of reinforced this idea in my mind of I should probably slow down when I'm on the highway. Because mm-hmm. I, I usually drive pretty fast on the freeway. I do. Yeah, I think that we're just a, 
accustomed to California. Just the the um the going with the what's it called? Going with the flow of traffic. Yeah, going with the flow of traffic is means in a lot of a lot of the time you need to be going about 80 miles an hour mm, yeah i'd say between 75 and 80 there's some places and sometimes where it's like yeah 75 and 80 is like if you're not do you'll you'll go 80 and you'll see people whizzing by well and something that's kind of strange here is that even if you're going that fast no matter what lane you're in someone's gonna come up right behind you and act like you're going 60 on the freeway and they'll make you feel like you're going 60 yeah, they'll make yeah. you feel like geez i'm going how, how fast am i even going you're yeah. like i'm going 80 and it's like all of a sudden 80 doesn't even feel like you're going very fast i've actually noticed lately that i haven't been going in the fast lane yeah we haven't really been leaving the house in the past couple of weeks so but well, maybe we're, that's why we're in hermit mode <laughs> yeah we're in like hermit we're on like top of a mountain with a winter beard winter hermit mode at, at the offices like here casting spells and like making tink trinkets and tinctures and i just don't like that world i'm sorry guys i can't what world <laughs> like just like game the of thrones fantasy world we got we got episodes coming down the line all about game of thrones mm, we're all step away and we'll have a guest come on who apparently does magic shame <laughs> anyway i think it is a fair point to bring up the reason why i think about slowing down a lot the past i'd say just a handful of years what is that? and i know you are in the same vein as because we've been in accidents oh yeah i was just thinking about that get ready uh for the for the next part of the episode where you should have some wood nearby that you can knock on because uh both ariel and i have both been in one major car accident a piece we weren't in the car together y- yours was the one a few days after mine yeah, that's the other crazy thing. I so. wouldn't call that major. Fair enough. Okay, I'm, I'm, and I'm glad I'm not. Like, I'm happy that I'm not calling that major because thank God you're okay. But technically, didn't total the car, so I get. Yeah, you're right. The ambulance didn't come. Police didn't show up. Like, it wasn't major. It was major to me. I know, but I'm glad it. It really wasn't. Yeah, I'm I glad. I know. No, that's a good thing. And obviously, we're obviously. we're fine. We didn't record this in the past, and like our ghost put it on the internet. You know, so we're, yeah, we're, we're here now in the real life. So, well, why don't why don't you tell them what happened? I mean, with mine. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's. Start well, with I yours. first want to say, like, please do feel free to skip ahead if you don't want to hear this because it's you know, I listen to podcasts while I'm driving, and if you're driving right now. Just keep focusing, keep your eyes on the road, and here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, where do I even start with this one? So, Bennett and I used to have two cars, and one of them was the Toyota Camry. What year? So, 2003, I believe. No, it was a 1998. 98? It was a 1998 Toyota Camry. Okay, so like you can picture like the classic 90s Camry. Yeah. Super safe car. car. Yeah, amazing. Take soccer practice. I loved that car. Pre-sun wrappers. Yeah. Little oranges that you eat at soccer. Yeah. So, I take this car to go pick up a co-worker of mine to take her to the airport. And she was like a... um. She came over from France on like a work experience trip and I got to know her really well and she was really cute and she was like, hey, I've got this flight super early um, and I offered to take her to the airport. It was I think her flight was at like 730 or eight o'clock in the morning and I take her down, I say goodbye and I start to drive back up on I-5 North going back towards Oceanside and I'm in the slowest lane um probably going about 70 honestly and i say honestly because like everyone goes faster but i remember going not as fast as everyone else and it was like morning rush hour not trafficy, but like there were a lot of people on the road and we were all going really fast yeah a little bit but not not crazy bumper to bumper or anything And I'm approaching Old Town Avenue exit on I-5 North. And all of a sudden, this older gentleman (laughs) in like a Lincoln is parallel with me. And he starts to come into my lane. And like my brain is telling me that he's just coming like 
parallel to me from the side and is going to run into me. God. And I just kind of freak out and try to avoid him, overcompensate, and then try to get back straight. But it turned out to be that I had swerved so bad that I flipped. Um, I don't know how many times or how it happened because it was so intense and weird. And I was just screaming the whole time. And then I landed and I think I was out for I don't know how long because when I realized what had happened, it felt like I hadn't like gone lights out. But when I came to what felt like coming to ambulance was there, fire truck was there, police pulled over. Oh, yeah. You you got you knocked yourself out. Three cars pulled the over. Momentum. It was crazy. Um I just remember trying to find my phone on the ground so I could call nine one one, but everyone was already there already. So I was I had the right so picture you're sitting in the driver's seat and on your right is the passenger seat, but the way that I was was that the passenger seat was below me on my right and I'm up in the air and the bottom part of the car is facing the freeway. Does that make sense? Yes. So I'm on my side. Yeah. I had to get like hoisted out and (laughs) I wasn't wearing a bra. I don't know if that like makes it worse, but it kind of did for me because my outfit was not made for that at that moment. I was like in pajamas. Um, anyway, really good looking fireman and I wasn't wearing a bra and I was super embarrassed and I was really shooken up. And I just remember feeling like, first of all, I knew that the car was done. The airbags went off. I could like smell the 1998 in the, in the airbags <laughs> and it like the feeling of an airbag going off is kind of hot like there's a feeling of um like heat and weird smell yeah and it just that that memory lingers with me and it's kind of a i've i've smelt that since but it hasn't been an airbag but it it triggers that for me and i think of the when it happens so anyway um i was totally fine but if you saw a picture of the Camry, you would be like, how oh, total. would you be okay? Yeah, like one one side looked completely crushed in. Mm-hmm. The front like the front left side and the back left side. I can't I haven't looked at the pictures in forever. It's horrible. Like yeah, um, the front end looks totaled, the back end looks totaled and how injured were you? 0%. Nothing that that I know of like to this day, like whether it was internal or what, I was just more sore the next couple of days than I ever have been in my whole life. Muscle my whole, tension. my entire body felt like it got just ran over. Like it felt like I couldn't function, but I did. Like I, I'm so type A, like I don't really well, and you sit. Didn't, you didn't want to drive for a while either. So it yeah, kinda... that's the other thing. There's a couple things that happen with that. So that weekend, I think this was on a Thursday or a Wednesday morning, and that weekend I had a big show to go to where it was like a wedding show and it was for Riviera Magazine and I had to bring like a bunch of framed prints of like for them to like put in goodie bags. And I had to be walking around shooting that day with like my gear on my back and stuff. And I remember getting there and I think my mom drove me because I didn't want to drive yet. And I just remember feeling so sore with my backpack on that I was just practically in tears. And I am, I claim to be pretty good with pain and it was, it was just not okay. Anyway, the editor-in-chief of the magazine like gave me a contact to get a free massage and it was really nice because <laughs> I told her what had happened and she felt horrible and... um. Anyway, regardless, it was horrible. I haven't been in an accident since. And not only did no one hit me on the road, but I didn't hit anybody else when I was. You said it was a, probably an old guy in a Lincoln. 
I distinctly remember like a Ted Danson resemblance. I'll tell you, if there weren't old guys driving Lincolns, I don't think there would be Lincolns. Yeah. Just, I've, I've never. And it was like Navy. <laughs> anyway, that's my. The Phantom Car. That's my horrible story. I'm sorry if that is uh, triggering or otherwise. Thank you for sharing. We appreciate you uh, uh, sharing such a a personal story with uh, me and the audience. So your accident, which wasn't Wasn't, as... No, it really wasn't that bad. Well, I'm just saying in terms of like, I got like my vitals taken and they thought that I was like... Yeah, you had to talk to cops. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's worse. It's worse. But the uh just you know, life provides universe provides all kinds of funny moments, you know, all kinds of uh experiences you couldn't you couldn't even write them, you know. It's it's crazy. So Ariel has her gnarly accident and uh this was in like 2012 when i was getting ready to leave my part-time job to go full-time and so this is a long time ago i'm working at a hotel in carlsbad yeah um working there and so i left work early um a week after my accident yes it was was one week Mm -hmm. to the day Mm -hmm. after your accident and now I'm driving your car, which is the the Hyundai Elantra. Yeah, we're down to one car. 2003 Hyundai Elantra in the forest green, just to tr- paint the paint the picture for everybody. And so I'm driving that. This this thing sucks, by the way. This this Hyundai yeah. this Elantra sucks. Okay, um, the brakes aren't. It's not the Elantra's fault, <laughs> but you know the brakes weren't super hot. Uh, it just had a bunch of cosmetic issues, but Hey, you know what? We're just thankful we got a car at all, you know, especially uh, after being down the, the Toyota. So I'm dry. I drive that to work, get to work early. I, you know, have my day and now I'm, I leave maybe at two o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and I'm on my way home, just driving from Carlsbad to Oceanside pick up Ariel and where we're where are we going we're going to drive down to San Diego to a scrapyard where the remains of the Toyota are so we can get all the stuff out (laughs) whatever stuff is in there and I mean they're really you had that big um that big army green bag that used to be your dad's full of stuff from like Vietnam yeah 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 I got yeah there's so there's some stuff in there there was definitely some stuff in there that I I you know just had to get so we uh or I, I I'm driving home like I said, I left a little early, you know, the t- timing's everything. And um, there was actually an accident on the freeway. And it happened just maybe a handful of cars in front of me while I was driving. On 5 North. Yeah, I- I-5 North. And uh, so, you know, you slam on the your brakes like you do. You can see there's just a sea of uh, red lights, brake lights in front of you. And um, I think we've all been there where it's like you may have that slight doubt creeping in of like it. Am I going to be able to break in time? And if you're unsure, maybe you've experienced this where you pull off to the shoulder, mm-hmm. right? To avoid. To avoid. Just in case you kind of start to pull off to the shoulder. And it's, it's you know, you shouldn't have been following so close. Shouldn't have been going so fast. But they also shouldn't have broke so heavy, whatever, whatever the situation is. So, but this is a straight up accident. They break super hard. I slam on the brakes and I can tell these brakes are like just being lazy. They're not even trying. Really? Yeah, because I, f- I could just feel like it was all happening really fast, but I could tell that it wasn't it wasn't going to happen. I knew yeah. I was going to slam into the back of this person's car, and it would just been it would have been bad. So I pull off to the shoulder, um, and I think I'm going to have plenty of plenty of room. Like every, this is going to be fine. But then um, there was a bottle on the shoulder. This green it was a green bottle, so it's like this you know whatever comes in green. Um, <laughs> Stella, I don't. I don't drink Stella to this day. Um, so then, uh, I run over the bottle, and as I'm driving up to the bottle, I remember thinking, like, "There's no way I'm gonna run over that bottle. There's no way." And I run, and then I run over the bottle, and the bottle shatters, and my front right tire pops, and the momentum of it, like, p- just pulled me 
straight to the guardrail that was right there. Thankfully, there was a guardrail there. So I slammed yeah. into the guardrail. I looked back and there, the guardrail had just started. I was in the first like 10 feet of the guardrail. So if the bottle and me were 10 feet, you know, further north, yeah. we would have careened off the side and you of were, an embankment. But you were... Right so into Pio Pico Park. Yeah, I was just going to say it was right above Pio Pico Park, right before Carlsbad Village Drive exit. Yeah, would have flew right into Pio Pico Park. Ruined a little kid's birthday. I don't want to think about it. But I didn't. And then uh, tire pop, slamming into the thing. And um, I was shaken up. Yeah, not, not injured. Um, hit the guardrail really hard. Totally mucked up the uh the front right side so of the now car. we now we've got a a damaged front end of the car and a flat tire yeah yeah and i still i drove it like that off the freeway because mm-hmm. i was like i need to get off the freeway i was kind of in shock so i didn't really know uh, yeah and i also was just like it was really congested because of the other accident that was further up and like people were driving around moving around and i was like I, I need to get out of here. Like, in my mind, I still had somewhere to go. <laughs> so it's like I wasn't ready to admit that I just got into a crash. Yeah. So, but we, we I pulled off, um, and then we, uh, our neighbors and Ariel came, got me, changed the tire, you know, kind of assessed the situation. We, we put on a spare. We immediately went to a tire shop nearby, put on a, a a good tire because mm-hmm. we had to drive to San Diego and we went straight from the tire shop to, to San Diego, saw the old totaled car. Yeah. So I like, I got into a wreck in this car and we were still driving all around. It was drivable, totally. but it looked, looked pretty dinged up. Oh, it looked like it got smacked up. Yeah. This car looked like it. Didn't joke. we ever fix that? Or were we always no. just too broke when we had that car? No, that car was, we an, never took care that of that car. That car was an A to B car. That but car, we were that time in our lives we were just so broke that we never fixed anything with it. Like, you know when you put stuff off when you're young because you don't want to pay $200 to get a brake pad? Horrible. We ended up get brake pads. We ended up leaving that car in our driveway. So the Hyundai it's toast. Mhm. We get you know, got a new Volvo, got a car. I loved that Volvo when I first got it. That Volvo wagon. You know, some people are like, I want a car that kind of looks like me yeah. or feels like mm-hmm. me. Like, oh, what kind of car is that? Uh, for me, especially when I was 23, it's a Volvo wagon. 23, 24? No, 24. I would say twenty closer to 24 or 25. Yeah, 24, 25. It was 20, 24 to What's 25. the show called that they film here in Oceanside? Where uh, your Volvo is in a shot in the background? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Dogs of Wonder. Animal Kingdom. Animal. Animal Kingdom. Dogs of Wonder. Coming to you. Coming. No. Coming. This episode is brought to you by Dogs of Wonder. Coming this fall. Dogs of Wonder. I don't even know what that would be about. Oh, man. Anyway. From, the, from the makers of Cats of Glory. <laughs> Come Dogs of Wonder. Not about magic. It's like because I'm the boss. So we got this great Volvo. Mm-hmm. Let's try and get out st- of that. Stay on, stay on the, stay on soul. the rails. Stay on the rails. Hey, stay on the road. Hey. So we got this Volvo. Love the Volvo. Love the hell out of the Volvo. We're taking road trips in the Volvo. Love the Volvo. Okay. Oh yeah, we took and we it put to the SF. Hyundai. We put the Hyundai in a deep sleep. We put it into a garage and we oh, piled. Oh, that poor thing. We 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 packed the garage full of as much stuff as we could, and then we slammed a, a Hyundai into it, and then we packed stuff on top of the None Hyundai. None of this is true. And then we closed the door, we locked it up, and we forgot about it. So we got the Hyundai in the garage. Have no idea what to do with it. We got the Volvo working with that. Yeah. And then, uh, what was it? Just a couple years ago. In 2015, I leased a a new Toyota Corolla Sport, which is now our car that we share to this day. And I bought it last summer. Not in full. I have a loan. Don't think I just have a bunch of cash on me now. I thought it was so cool when I got my Volvo. It had the the key fob. Mm-hmm. You can unlock the doors with the with the button, and then now you got your car, and your car is like, I mean, 
It feels like Blue, a spaceship to Bluetooth us. Bluetooth this, heated seat that, you yeah. know. all. <laughs> it's when I got it and drove away, like I was at the Toyota dealership with my dad for Did you cry? a long time. Yeah, I teared up a little I'm bit. Sure. I'm sure. I was very, it felt very deserving. It was my first real nice car that felt nice to me. So, and I was like excited to make payments and I was in a place where I could do that. So it's been a good car. We're happy with it. Have you ever been pulled over by yes. the police? Yes. I have never gotten a ticket. It's all... Did you bat your eyelashes at him and... Nope. I was probably acting like... <laughs> One time I was um, driving a bride in the Hyundai that we've been talking about up in LA. Gross. I was driving a bride, which means I was driving a client... On, on her wedding day, in her wedding dress, and we're on our way to the venue. We're late. That poor woman. And I, for some reason, someone was in front of me at a left turn lane, light, at a red light, and they start going against the red light. And I just start going too. And for some reason, I got pulled over. And I don't remember, this was so long ago, I don't remember exactly how that happened, but like, the cop saw the bride in my car, and I was like, I know that that was not a good move, I am such a careful driver, but we have to get to this venue, I'm so sorry, and he was super gracious, and I'm forever thankful for that, because it could have been worse. Let that be a lesson to everyone out there. All you need to do is get a wedding dress um, from, yeah. and have a friend uh, put it on real quick when you uh, when you get pulled over by a yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah. Just go. Hey, we got to get out of here, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's, that sounds like it would work most of the time. Have you only gotten that one speeding ticket when I was with you? Yes. That's pr- a pretty good track record. Yes. One speeding ticket. I was going eighty-four in the slow lane. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I was in the I was in the far left lane. I crossed four lanes into the slow lane in that beautiful arc, you know, that where you could, where you go straight from the all the way left to the no all one's on the, the road. Right. Oh, actually, there were people on the road. Oh, uh, it was a very I was with you, though. It was a rough morning. Um, yeah. I was I would think I was late for work. You know, I, I don't think we were in the best of moods. Right. I don't and, think uh, we were in a very good time in our lives at that point when we were well together. and it was about to get worse because I, I was because you was, got an 80 dollars speed i think i was going about 80 when i was in the left lane and i sped up uh from the left to mm. the right and um just wasn't thinking and like i i immediately got off like that was my exit to go to work and then like all of a sudden there was a cop right behind me and was it a motorcycle um i can't remember I don't think so. Yeah. I think it was a regular regular, regular cop cop, uh, cop car man, a Smokey and um, Smokey. highway patrol. And he pulled me over and it's just, I, I kind of, I don't know. I'm a little weird. And it's always one of those things where like in the moment, like even in the moment, it kind of was like a smack in the face to like get the speeding ticket. But I was like, this really wasn't that bad. It wasn't like the biggest amount to pay. I think it was like 80 bucks. Mm hmm. Um, so I don't know what he clocked me in at or whatever, but it was like an $80 ticket, which I don't think is that bad. I've had parking tickets. I've had a ton of parking tickets that are, you know, 60 bucks. Yeah. I got one in LA. That was more than 60. I got my car impounded in, in San Francisco. Oh, you guys. That was a nightmare and a half. Maybe we'll tell that story on another episode. Hey bro, can I park my car here? We're just going to go to the mall for a little bit. You know what? That that was our fault. Oh yeah, man. You can park your car here. That was our fault. People park their car here all the time. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I should have known toad yeah when you're going about 60 plus set you know 60 70 miles an hour the smallest nudge and you are gone and you you are out of control and there's no going back and i'm sure any person that's experienced what i'm talking about there's something that you could have done even if you're not in the wrong you know that there's something you could have done some small adjustment to maybe not be in such a rush, whatever it is, could have left the house five minutes earlier. I don't know. Yeah, something that I, this is like from the opposite perspective, after my accident, it took me about two weeks to get in a driver's seat period. 
Um, that's just like my personality. I just did not want to drive. I just didn't. It was so bad that I didn't want to drive. And I got in the car and I had to get on the freeway and I was in the slow lane from Oceanside to past Encinitas, wherever I was going. It took me only a little bit longer, but the rage I experienced from other drivers because I was going slow was like mortifying. Like you have no idea what I'm going through right now. So now when I'm seeing other people drive slow and even they're going at a safe pace, it's not like they're going so slow that they're going to get hit or anything like that. But just be conscious of people that are going slow for one reason or another. Does that make sense? Oh, a million billion percent. I remember my dad, Jerry, shout out to you, Jerry Bear. Uh, he kind of drilled that into me when I was a kid. You just, you, the expression is you never know what someone else is going through. Yeah. That kind of st- resonated with me from a young age. And I'm, I'm an empathetic guy. I'm a sympathetic uh, jabroni over here. Yeah. Just a regular guy. Jabroni. Yeah. But you just don't know what someone else is going through. It could be the worst day of their life. Yeah. Could have just lost their job. Could have just got a divorce. Could have just uh, buried their family member. Anything, you, you never yeah. know. You just have no idea, you know, how hurt they are or how vulnerable they are. Or it's also like, hey, if they're a jerk and they're being an idiot behind the wheel, what do you think the odds are that you're going to magically make, like, actually transform this person from yeah. the be- behind the wheel of your car? What, like, magic <laughs> lasers are you shooting out of your face into their face and they're all of a sudden, like, a happy person? Yeah. Like, give that a rest. So it's it's one of those things, like, I don't know why we feel so powerful or so so much control when we're behind the wheel of a car. Mm. I, there is something to that. It's our car. We're driving. Like, what is that? I have no so idea. So weird. I have no idea. We're also getting, like, pumped up because I'm listening to music at, like, yeah. high, high volumes. I'm singing along. My voice is going hoarse. That might just be me, though. My feet hurt. My voice is hoarse. <laughs> it's always whenever someone says hoarse, that's what I think of. <laughs> so don't honk at anybody. When's a good time to honk? You know, honk when someone is unknowingly doing something stupid. I was on my way to Trader Joe's today, and someone, I was in a lane that I know ended up turning into a right turn only lane, but there's two right turn only lanes and I was on the outside one and someone wanted to get over in time so that they could turn in the lane that I was also going to be turning into, but they didn't have their blinker on and they were behind me enough to put on their brakes and kind of wait until I like got past them enough for them to get over and they honked at me. Like, their life was about to end. Like, I was just... And, like, maybe I was going a little bit too slow. Maybe I wasn't giving them enough time to, like, get over. But it wasn't necessary at all. And, like, that's that's the kind of honking that, like, is kind of dangerous to me. These are, these are people that I would... I'd bet my life that 90% of these people are in a hurry to do absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah. They got nothing going on. Yeah. You have nothing going on, lady or sir. Why are you in such a rush to get well, to your, and, okay. you know, what, I need to feed my dog. <laughs> I need to take Mr. Fuffles out for a walk. Mr. Fuffles? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like everyone's got like, I didn't want to like, I didn't want to embarrass anyone. We have so many dog friends in our lives. I don't want, yeah, I didn't want to call anyone that out there. Yeah. Actually, as a, a, I don't, yeah. I don't know anyone that has a Mr. Fuffles. Yeah. So, if you're out there, you know who you are. Yeah. Stop honking the horn. And quit naming your dogs things like that. Mister something like Mister what? It's a dog, dude. <laughs> Mister Dog. That would be the name of mine, actually. Yeah, if you had a mister, it would be just Mr. Dog. It would be. You're right. Uh, Damn it. Not on my watch. Do you ever get a little tinge of anxiety when you know you're going to be driving in unfamiliar territory? You know what I mean? Depends. Yeah. Usually no. No. Okay. I do. I'll admit that. Yeah. 
Well, it makes that's sense. maybe common. Yeah, sure. I'm a I, yeah. I don't really care. I don't really care where I'm driving. Uh, I feel fine. Feel mm. fine about it. You know, yeah. it's a car. Yeah. It's gonna. You know, it's it's gonna protect me. You know, from the outside world. It goes pretty fast, but you know, know how to handle it. What do you think that you could improve on with your driving? I know that I could improve my patience. Mm, me too. Being a more patient driver. Yeah. And timing it because like I remember just for whatever reason at and granted it's not a case in my life now because now uh, my commute is from my like bedroom to my living room. So I don't actually drive to work now. Mm. But for the great majority of my life, uh, I, I knew exactly how many minutes it would take to get to work. Yeah. And so I left no room for error. Yeah. Uh, m- my most recent office job, right up the street, it was seven to nine minutes. Mm-hmm. And it was seven minutes if I caught all the green lights on the way there, trying to beat my time. I think I got there in six and a half minutes once. Ooh. But if I caught... That is fast. If I, I know. If I caught uh, about, you know, if I caught a couple red lights, maybe a, a slow driver here and there, it's going to be around nine minutes. Right. So you'd think, That's oh... That's nice that that was I should get, only... Then I should give myself at least like 10 minutes you know no i'd give myself six and a half minutes and i'd be like i'm gonna hit this six and a half minutes every <laughs> freaking time i don't care if the lights are green i'm gonna make them green and when you and driving on Use that it's a secret i would see the same cars on the road you ever you ever notice that i'd see oh I'd, yeah on this because i'd drive yes. the same way every day same time and i would see the same people waiting for the same bus and the same people driving to their job yeah. and making the same turns when I'm making my left they're making their right you know they're whatever it was um, I saw the same people every single day if you had to choose what is your dream car I'd kind of like a, like a Karma Ghia oh yeah or an Aston Martin of course or some, I have so many on my list that's just like the practical one fair enough yeah a nice souped up VW bus oh well we went through kind of the lineage of you and I and our relationship with cars and driving. And we share that. a car. Yeah, we share a car right now, which is great. We love it. Like, why do, uh, why would we need two cars? I am baffled by how many expenses we don't have. Yeah. A second car, a pet, so many things. We have too much stuff, yeah. too. So it's, we, we're, con- I, I'd like to think that we're minimalists, but no, I, I am, I am ready to just throw in every towel and be like, let's start over. Get rid of everything. Well, we have some beautiful things that mean something to us, but not everything, but. Well, we went through the lineage, Mm -hmm. all the cars, past, present future beep beep sound in the street beep beep that's just the sound in the street quack quack water off a duck's back these are uh expressions that i've i've used for for ages i love the beep beep sound in the street yeah it, what it means is you know sometimes you might be walking down the street you might just be walking around you might be driving around you might be hooting and hollering having a good time and you hear someone honk their horn you know bam, you know whatever that's just beep beep that's just the sound in the street it's no big deal it's no big deal it's just a honk. Get over it. You're not even you're not even a part of this. You know? So it's just, that's like a beep beep, it's just sound on the street. Get over it. Quack quack. Water off a duck's back. Yeah, have you ever seen water go off a duck's back? It just it doesn't it doesn't absorb the water. It just rolls off. Just rolls off. Just like that. Not a big deal. Let her go. Let it go. So beep beep sound on the street is our way of saying Let it go. We are going to work on that. Yeah. As a married couple. It's always important to take yourself out of whatever you're in. You know? Like a little yeah. like be like Clay Aiken. Be like a little fly on the wall. Ew. You know, in your own life. <laughs> Where's he? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Hanging out with Ruben. Uh you know, go be a fly on the wall. That song if always I just... was invisible. How 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 did that sell like millions of copies? Because it's a, a great hit. 
Yeah, he says that I could just watch you in your room. Slam in tune. Back in 2003, that was okay. It was okay to be. That was in 2003. 2003. I'm telling you, you know, so that was a hit song back in 03. Wow. Clay Aiken coming out there. So yeah, if you could be the Clay Aiken in your own life. Wait a minute. I was 14 when that song came out. You, yeah, I guess you were. That means that that song, do the math, <laughs> is 15 years 15 old. 15 years old. Yeah. yeah. All right. Did everyone's minds The just year 2000 formed? was 19 years ago. That seems that a little time. bit more appropriate. But for, for some, no, thing. but for some reason, that what? specific Clay Aiken song. It's hitting you. It's touching wow. you. Wow. Yeah. So back to my analogy, that probably won't make sense by the time I'm done with it. Just be the Clay Aiken in your own life. Be the fly <laughs> on the wall. If you were invisible, you could just watch yourself in your room. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm saying is remove yourself mm-hmm. from yourself. You know, we get so locked up into our day to day, into the this and the that, into the traffic, into the, you know, we, we want to react. We All the time, the creature within us, we just want to lash out, bite something. We like it. It's part of uh, our reptilian brain going on. Yeah. Now, whenever I want to react, I just say, you know, quack, quack. Water off a duck's back. Beep, beep. Sound in the street. And just give him that little like finger point and if be you like, don't like, hey. If you don't like uh, those catchphrases, just think about Clay Aiken. Think about Clay What's Aiken. What's he got going on right now? So maybe you're having a bad day and you want to be reactionary. Like someone starts saying something and they're bothering you. And it's like they're just asking you what time it is before you lash out. Just think of Clay. Yeah. Think about Clay. Think about Clay. Think about Clay. And think about like how is me reacting in anything but a polite and beautiful way? Is that what would Clay do? What would Clay want right. from me? And you should have a higher expectation of yourself than Clay Aiken because Clay Aiken doesn't even know who you are probably. Probably doesn't even know you. Shout out to Clay Aiken if, you're, if you somehow uh, listen. Um, appreciate you. Thanks for being. Thanks for coming on this journey of this little metaphor. I'm trying to use you your 2003 hit yeah yeah that's fair there you go yeah yeah self-awareness is key in basically every facet of life it's how you can be honest with yourself it's how you can be honest with other people it's how you can call yourself on your bullshit and really progress as a as a person yeah not be so reactionary not get lost in your emotions you get to be you know you get to analyze things and hey maybe just maybe you won't cut someone off in traffic just for fun Easier said than done. Easier said than done. Yeah. Have you ever been driving and you're in the fast lane, not going fast enough? Someone's behind you and they they, they go into the the lane beside you. They're going to... Probably every time I'm on the freeway. Yeah. And they're going to overtake you. It's a California From thing. the right. They're going to overtake you from the right. This is definitely happening. It's a Southern you know California that, trait. You know that they're like, screw you. Uh-huh. I'm going around you. Yeah, ya. bye. And so what do you do? You speed up. Uh, No, I... Do you, sl- you slow down for them to let them go slow, over? slow. Well, I kind of just let them do their thing and I don't act aggressive. Those are three different types of people. Do you slow down? Do you stay the same or do you speed up? Do you speed up? I either stay the same or speed up. Sometimes I'll stay the same. Like I'm not going any faster. Do you speed up because you want to prove that you can go faster and you want to like beat them? Is that what that is? I have no idea. What the hell are you doing what out there? What the heck is wrong with you, you freak? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Clay? With you? Yeah, this is all, you know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, man? Get out of your car. We'll fight. No, don't. God. Leave it be, buddy. <laughs> well, should we wrap it up? I think so. Is it time to wrap up that car, put it in the driveway, get a bow on the hood, and give it away? We uh, we were in first gear. Then we went to third gear. We experimented with fourth gear. And now we are in park. That, that was good. That was good. I don't feel like it was good. No, no. Please believe in yourself. I don't please. feel like it was very Clay, good at all. Clay, no. Okay. All right. You're right. I shouldn't be so hard on myself. I'm just looking in the corner of the room and I'm just picturing like the ghost of Clay Aiken right now. It's kind of a ghoulish. No, Ew, I don't, I don't, I don't even want to look. I don't want to look. Sorry, You're looking really past my shoulder. I can't like see. Like I'm not I've turning said. my head. 
You know when like a dog looks in the corner of a like a dark room, <laughs> just starts barking at nothing. It's, it's probably Clay Aiken. <laughs> it was Clay Aiken the whole time. You guys. Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna start talking about ghosts, and I was like, we're gonna save that for a different level. Speaking of ghosts, episode. I'm so glad that you brought that up because uh, this will be one of the many times we want to ask you, uh, oh, ghosts, yeah. fact or fiction, real or not. We want your ghost stories. Yeah, and I'm not going to tell you whether or not, you know, we believe or don't, what we think, what we've seen or haven't seen. Haven't done that yet. We haven't We haven't let you know yet, regardless of the topic, regardless of anything. We're fascinated. We're fascinated by what you have to say. About ghosts. About anything. Mainly ghosts. Cars, clay, ghosts, dogs burritos bur- um enchiladas that are inside of burritos somehow like Mexican what is that food and ghosts and you can keep all the other stuff to yourself there you go there you go how about that well you can write into us at allaboutitpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website allaboutitpodcast.com and fill out a contact form and shoot us a question if you have any ideas or if you'd like some unsolicited advice we can also provide that we're all about it. On Instagram, too. Not all about it. And I recently informed you guys of our iTunes link where you can rate us and give us a review. If that is something that you are interested in doing, we would very much appreciate that. Please do it. If you don't do it, hey, big deal. Yeah, quack quack, right? Who cares? Beep beep. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you. And hey, until next time, huh? Yeah, we'll see you in one week. Peace out. Bye.